Stream Anime Radio. city in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and Japanese culture and many other different things all around the world welcome to the final chapter not of this podcast but of this desk and that is why if you're watching us right now my background is my desk Meanwhile, uh, my co-host has had another interesting day, judging by his background. Say hello to Mr. Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening, sir. Yes, things are on fire, so it's situation normal, all picked up. <laughs> but uh, no, that that's sort of what might be happening to this desk here in a few days, because as you all know, I'm getting a new gaming desk, and that is arriving Finally, it's been shipped today. It should be getting here early next week. So this will be the final podcast with this desk, and we will be doing a little ode to a desk uh, later on. So, uh, Ode to a desk? Okay. <laughs> or if something like that. If you start singing about your desk... No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Tribute to a desk, if you want to make it uh, a little better like that. Well, yes. As I said, just ode to a desk... Now, if you start singing Shakespeare, you know, start shouting Shakespeare about your desk, I don't think I'd leave. I'd just get popcorn and watch the, watch the insanity. <laughs> well, Neff, as you know, there's something rotten in the province of Ontario. There's a lot of things rotten in the province of Ontario, I'll have you know. <laughs> uh, but we'll, uh, we'll address that in the sh time that we have here tonight on the podcast. Welcome to everybody listening. Welcome to everybody watching. Uh, on um, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, and wherever you get your podcasts. We thank you for joining us. As a reminder, we've been announcing, because of the aforementioned installation of said desk, uh, there will be no streams next week. We'll be focusing on moving the computer out, probably into the kitchen again, Um Probably getting like a hacksaw or trying to figure out how we can best remove the old desk and then building the new desk, putting in the new desk, setting up the computer again. So it's going to take quite a while, especially with my hip the way it is. I'll stop you right there. Maybe you need to watch Chainsaw Man and get some ideas. <laughs> There's an oldie, huh? 
No, the new Chainsaw Man. The Chainsaw Man that just finished airing this year. Okay. <laughs> At least the anime, anyway. <laughs> it would be very interesting. But yes, um, it's been a very interesting last few days going through some things and all in the while waiting for this desk to ship. I've cleaned up uh, some of the junk in my house, so hopefully that'll make things a little easier uh, to uh, get everything set up next week. Welcome to everybody in the chat room. Hello, Bree. Hello, Liz. Hello, Flax. We thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, well, I know Neff has uh, a little gripe about uh, some manga that we're going to bring up later on. But, uh, Neff, I think uh, the first thing we have to share is the big news from Japan in the last 24 hours. And that is uh, the Japanese baseball team winning another crown in the WBC. I just laughed because the American team basically had steamrolled through everybody to the point where it's just like, okay, they're just going to take, you know, whoever they face in the final, roll them up in a little paper ball and, you know, toss them out the door. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Team Japan had other ideas. Oh, yeah. I mean, chief among those ideas was Shohei Otani, who basically, you know, shows up and goes, I don't think you're going to get what you want. <laughs> and he comes so, in and gets the save. Indeed. I liken Shohei Otani to, if I had to equate him to a hockey player right now, he's basically Connor McDavid. Mm -hmm. He can do what he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, definitely the most viable player of the tournament. Uh, he's proven in that tournament that he's a very versatile player. Uh, he and you, Darvish, even though he gave up that home run, was also a key in the victory. And uh, Japan had a lot of power hitters, too. Mm. It, it was very interesting because, again, the American pitching staff, for the most part, had been pretty solid. But Team Japan basically, you know, shredded them to the point where it's like, are you sure that isn't Team Canada in drag? <laughs> because the Team Canada pitching had just been like, ugh. Yeah. And then we mentioned uh, previously about the Great Britain jerseys. Well, I, I still like the Great Britain home run celebration because it takes a certain level of chutzpah to, you know, trot around the base pads, then start wearing a crown and a cape after you come up <laughs> to the home plate. Like, what? Nah. Just, okay. King Charles will be impressed. Well, he might not be as impressed as you think, but I just laugh because I'm going, at least you had fun with it. Yes. You know, I mean, th that's the thing. If you're going to do something like this, have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Because it's not meant to be really anything. I mean, yes, Team Japan won, but really, now we worry about real baseball, at least over here. Mm hmm Yeah. So, oh, hello, Wink. Thank you so much. Uh, somebody redeemed uh, me winking in a Sarah wig. Yes, that, 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 that showed up, and it's just sort of like, do I say anything, or do I let you trip over that landmine first? <laughs> but uh, then we have all those celebrations, Neff, and then we have the Puerto Rican celebration. Now, don't get me wrong. The Puerto Ricans fielded an amazing team, but uh, there was that one game where... Our New York Mets closer, Edwin Diaz, picked up the save, and 
There was so much jubilation, and then there was so much anguish in a split second, and now Edwin Diaz is out for the season. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is one of those where it's like it's a freak accident. It shouldn't. It would never happen in a million years, except it happened. It happened to Mr. Diaz and to the New York Mets, mm-hmm. where basically the worst thing that could happen, he's celebrating. He jumps up. Gravity takes hold. Ouch. Yeah. It, it was yeah. a little more than just ouch. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, rather than, you know, try to replay the, those anguished screams in my mind, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, no, let's not, you know, think about that. Thank you. <laughs> right. But um, now uh, I'm reading some people on Twitter, you know, they have their own opinions, saying Steve Cohen, who's the owner of the Mets, a uh, very wealthy man, he should just, like, he's spending a lot of money on these players he should go out and spend a lot of money on Shohei Otani now. Well, if you really think about it, okay, you could try that. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, we've watched you know various teams over the years in Major League Baseball try you know spending their way out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it just don't. Mm. And I don't know, you know, like. Yeah, it's only one player, and it might make a difference, but (sighs) no, no, no. I would argue that uh, the World Baseball Classic was at the top of a sports fan's list uh, this weekend, aside from the NCAA tournament, uh, which produced a few upsets and now moves to the uh, next rounds, uh, one of which will happen right here in my neighborhood at uh, the good old MSG. Ah, yes. Now, would you end up spending a kidney, a spleen, and some other vital organ to get a ticket there? Probably. <laughs> no, I'm asking, are you going to do that? Or are you going no. to say, no, I need my organs where they are. I'll just watch on my couch. Thank no, you no, 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 no. But um, you know, when it comes to college basketball and this tournament, which I always keep tracks on every year because I grew up in uh, uh, working in sports information, announcing high school basketball, announcing college basketball, and that's another topic I may touch on quickly um, before we continue. But, um, but yes, one of the things I want to do on my bucket list is to spend a weekend and just Bouncing around to different cities to watch these college basketball games. Uh, you have to have a very big bucket to be able to afford to do that. <laughs> the travel, the accommodations, the tickets. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like one of my bucket list things is follow the Leafs around for, say, a few days. But then I start adding it up. Even if I stay in Canada. Ooh. Actually, yeah. it's worse in Canada. If I would go, for example, to say, let's say Nashville and Dallas, right? That would be reasonably cheap, but that would still be, ooh, that's a lot of cabbage. Yeah. I I looked up something where maybe I could, uh, you know, maybe in one of the opening rounds next year, I might be able to drive to a few cities, and this way I don't it can cut down the cost a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the weather's decent-ish. You mm-hmm. shouldn't get anything, you know, too whack in terms of weather. But 
I mean, uh, you are getting up there where it's like, yeah, you can have a great, great few days, and then, yeah, you can have that one goodbye. <laughs> if any caveat, uh, if I decide not to do it, uh, if, if I decide next year is not the time to do it, uh, the opening rounds are going to be also in my hometown or home yard, if you will. Um, Brooklyn will be hosting it, so... Ah, uh, yes, in the arena that's actually made for basketball, not so much for hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and if that fails in the following year, I believe the East Regional is going to be at the Prudential Center, home of the former Brooklyn Nets. And home of the, wait a minute, Prudential Center, that means the New Jersey Devils? The team that's, you know, actually not sucking this year? <laughs> I mean... We went from a team that started the season with fire, Lindy, Lindy Ruff being the coach, <laughs> to about a week later, sorry, Lindy. <laughs> it's like, wow, you New York State, you New, New Jersey fans are fickle. Wow. <laughs> it's coming from a Toronto sports fan. Well, fickle is our little name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we have that going on this weekend, uh, and I think about the future plans for that. But there was also Formula One. Um, I know a couple of coworkers who are Formula One fans, and there was a very controversial incident that happened uh, during the Grand Prix uh, this past weekend. Are you aware of that, Neff? I heard something about it. My problem was I tried to watch the replay, and then I got a phone call, so I got distracted from it. All right. Something to do with the safety car coming out when it wasn't supposed to, I think. Was that, was that what was mm. going on? If that was it, I, have not, I don't know anything about it. But uh, this issue was uh, Fernando Alonso, uh, a mainstay in Formula One, uh, drives for Aston Martin now. Um, He had to serve a five-second penalty in the pits because when he lined up at the start of the race, you know, they take the formation lap or the warm-up lap, and then they have to go into their boxes. So when he got into the box, he was a little bit off to one side. So apparently the Formula One officials have been clamping down on it this season. And now anybody does that, you have to serve a five-second penalty during the race. So he comes in. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't know you you weren't finished. No. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the first part. The the Formula One rules book is very esoteric and arcane. And then you have to try to enforce it through a body that's very esoteric and arcane. So it's just right for, you know, that rule does what? What? Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, I think it was something that Michael Schumacher pulled many a time uh, when he raced, apparently, so. Mm, Sort of like we have a goalie in Toronto who has a nasty habit of somewhat bumping the goalpost and causing it to come off its moorings, <laughs> which of course results in a stoppage of play. Mm. So when that goaltender does that, you know, uh, play stops, but people have caught on to that. And basically now if he tries that, they'll issue him an unsportsmanlike uh, two minute penalty. Interesting. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, Liz is saying you have a, some robotic voice modulation. Maybe it's at the base on your mic, Neff. I, I'm not sure. Like, I have not played with anything. So if I'm sounding a little off, I don't know what's going on. I, God be honest with you, it might have been a Windows update that's done something because Windows 11. Yeah, me, me today was before the podcast NVIDIA. 
Uh, NVIDIA, uh, I open up the software and it's like it's downloading it right away. Like in the past, it would just ask me if I wanted to download it. Like, nope, we're going to download it right away this time. Uh. Well, I think the last update was a security update. So they may be forcing it down your throat because there's a bit of a problem. Gotcha. So, and that's the wonderful world of software updates, folks. You don't always know why, but when they make it urgent like that, it's probably a good idea to install it and just let it do its thing. Right. Um, But going back to Fernando Alonso. So he goes into the pit, um, and when they go into the pit, he's going for like a tire change. That's only doing Formula One now because of the uh, the hybrid cars. Um, So they surround the car. They have to wait five seconds before they can actually lift the car up and swap the tires out. Okay. So they wait five seconds, okay, and they, then they lift the car up, swap the tires, put him down, and away he goes. He goes on to finish third. And uh, he goes up to the podium uh, for the award ceremony. It's his 100th career podium in Formula One, which is a big achievement for him. So he receives his third place trophy. He walks out. And then a little while later, the Formula One stewards decide that Fernando Alonso has to be administered a 10-second penalty for failing to properly serve the stop-and-go penalty. So they take his trophy away and give it to George Russell. And the ruling that they made was that apparently... Um, when you pull in for a pit stop on Formula One, you have to have uh, jacks on both the front and the rear of the car so you can lift it evenly. They ruled that the rear jack was touching the car, and therefore the rear jack touching the car constitutes working on the car. And working on the car is not allowed when you're serving a penalty. What? Okay, I said esoteric and and arcane. That's esoteric and insane. Yes. Like, what the? So, after that, uh, they have a right to an appeal. So, Aston Martin appealed. Um, Often that the front jacks, my understanding, are used by the drivers as a guide to go into the, uh, the, the pit box, and mm-hmm. then they bring the rear jack over. So they feel that the, the rules for the front jack, touch, possibly touching the car, should also apply to the rear jack touching the rear of the car. They succeeded on the appeal, they reversed the decision, and they gave Fernando Alonso his third-place trophy back. Well, now I have this image of he has the trophy. They yanked it from his hands. Then he yanks it from their hands. And this turns into a six-year-old slap fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now, apparently, before the next Formula One race in um, Australia, I believe it's happening, in Melbourne, uh, they're going to have a little discussion on what constitutes uh, working on the car during a pit stop. And I thought NASCAR's rules were insane. Oh, boy, NASCAR, I've been hearing some interesting things about that and them handing out penalties. 
Mm-hmm. Left, right, and center. You see, the problem is when they designed the car of tomorrow, one of the things they did was get rid of the five or so lug nuts around the wheel of the t- of the car. Right. It is a single piece. Mm-hmm. The trick is that crews are having trouble aligning the single piece on the spindle and tightening it so it sticks. Mm. So what happens is they think it's on. Person drives off. Instead, the tire goes a different direction. <laughs> that would be funny, except those tires, if they get to enough speed, once they've started rolling off, can seriously injure and or kill somebody. So they're really cracking down on this because they want to make sure that you know the, everything is safe, especially in the pit in the pit pit lane. Oh, yeah. So they've been catching people, and it's like you've not learned your lesson. So we're going to crank up the heat. Mm. And a few crew members have been, you know, told to sit for a race. Crew chiefs have been told to sit for a race. Owners' points are docked. Drivers' points are docked. And I'm just going. As bad as the five lug nuts were, I had never recalled, you know, it's constantly happening where, you know, the tires are going all over the place. Yeah. So I think, I think this whole idea of this one piece, you know, lug nut to secure the tire was just an idea they, they thought, they saw, in, they saw it in front of the one and said, yeah, we can make this work. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Yeah. And, uh. There was this uh, one driver whose name escapes my mind uh, uh, admitting on a podcast, yeah, I intentionally wrecked into this other driver. And as soon as NASCAR heard that, they gave him a, a penalty and docked points. Okay. And this goes back to something, boys and girls, you should never, ever do. Never, ever document your criming. <laughs> if you're going to crime, don't say anything. Don't write it down anywhere. Because it will come back to bite you at some point. Mm. As it did for that poor gentleman. Oh, yeah. But, uh, no, it's, a, it's it's been a crazy uh, week uh, in sports, uh, no matter how you look at it. But oh, uh, um, One quick thing I found out this evening as I was perusing uh, social media. Mm. You know those MLB baseball games on Apple TV? Oh, yes, I heard those news. Uh, congratulations, now you have to pay. Yeah, now it's cha-ching time. At least, I think, $7 in the U.S. now a month for Apple TV Plus? Yeah. Well, I just laugh because I have Apple TV Plus, plus I bought the MLS package, so it's like, yeah. Uh, it, it gets more annoying. But I tell you what's more annoying now watching video is going to my Apple TV and watching YouTube and being hammered now by ads every two to three minutes. There used to be a countdown. It will count down until an ad. They don't do mm-hmm. that anymore. They can just interrupt people speaking mid-sentence and then just present an ad. Yeah, and then what they try and do is then they replay the last five or ten seconds of what you were watching. Not for me. Then they've screwed something up because, at least for us here, they replay the last five, ten seconds so that you're not completely lost going, where was I before that ad for, you know, X product that I'll never buy just, you know, interrupted my train of thought. (laughs) But, no, um, it's... uh... 
Very interesting and um, with the news uh, about sports. Uh, but something we're paying attention now, um, at least Bri and I, uh, we're back to sumo at the middle of the tournament now. Um, two top faces are missing, uh, the Yokozuna and the Ozeki. And now it is um, a... A new guy from the same stable as uh, the Yokozuna by the name of Midori Fuji. So, um, looking forward to seeing how he's doing. The last I checked, he was still undefeated. Um, it was like a one or two win differential. And we're getting close to the end of the tournament now. Only like a few more days to go. Mm. Yeah, because now I'm trying to remember how many sumo tour- tournaments major ones do they have in a year? Six. Six, okay. So this will be the second of the year? Right, it's every two months. Yeah, okay, so I'm just, just trying to remember in my mind the, the, the actual scheduling. So then there's a break, and then there's another tournament. And now, so out of this tournament, will there be any promotions or demotions, do you think? Or is it just going to turn the status quo to next time? I think nothing major. Um, if anything, uh, the better wrestlers will get the better promotions. Um I don't think there's a, a lot of winning and losing records haven't been um, established yet to decide, you know, how far people are going to rise or drop. But, um, no, the only danger right now um, is the second highest ranked wrestler, Taka Keisho, um, who had to withdraw because of injury. He was gunning for a possible promotion to Yokozuna if he did well this tournament. But early on in the tournament, in one of his wins, that's where he suffered the injury, and then he got aggravated, and then he pulled out because he couldn't compete anymore at that level. So uh, now he's what, what? facing uh, possible demotion after the next tournament if he cannot secure eight wins. Ooh, what was the nature of the injury? Do you know? I think it was uh, – what was it, Bree? Was it a knee injury? Uh, Bree can remind me for sure. But I think, it was, uh, I think it was a knee injury that he suffered. Ooh. Yeah, that that's not good. One of your when you lose one of your pins, so to speak. Yeah, that's just ugh. yeah. So um, something that always comes out of Japan: our favorite anime and J-pop and manga. And uh, that'll lead me, Neff, to your discussion that you wanted to do tonight about what you're reading and what's so interesting. Oh yes, finding life in another world. Now the anime has gone a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Now, this was actually a light novel series. But I found out that in Canada, they are selling only the manga. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I'll buy it. Because, you know, it's a decent enough little series. It's cheap. It's kind of calming. Mm-hmm. And then I realized one of the major differences between the anime and the manga, and probably the light novel that spawned everything. Mm-hmm. And spawned is the word of the day. Because in the anime, it has taken 11 episodes for there to be what I would consider, because of the way it's not even talked about, mm-hmm. an immaculate conception. Because our hero is one man surrounded by many women of many species. And in the anime, Nothing is ever presented or even hinted at. In the manga, it took less than one volume for there to be, uh uh-oh, and here we go. 
And in the second volume, which I'm now reading, they've had to establish a schedule. And now the same girl who took 11 episodes in the anime to have an immaculate conception is now pregnant. And yes, we know who the father is. (laughs) So it's like part of me wants to read the light novel just to see if they speed ran it in the first chapter for crying out loud. Mm. It's just like, okay, then. Neff reiterated to me that there is many of these titles. There is a differences between manga and light novel. Yeah. And and it's just like, hmm, this is one of those where I'm like, I, you know, like I said, the light novel probably doesn't speed run it. I hope not. Mm-hmm. But when the manga, when the anime does, you know, absolutely nothing with this problem, mm-hmm. intimates at it because when he thinks he's getting, you know, more males in the village, he's, you know, jumping for joy. Mm-hmm. And we can all figure out why if we know, you know, what that's about. <laughs> and it turns out those males are children mm-hmm. dashing his hopes. You're just going, okay, sure. We know who this anime was aimed at. It was children. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Big, big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, it's one of those where I'm like, I'm glad I'm buying this on the iP- these on the iPad now. Mm-hmm. Because they're ever, it's every other thing where it's like, okay, thank God, nobody's going to see this book laying there and go, fuck the right through the world. That looks like a good read. <laughs> Holy crap! reading <laughs> in this case you need my passcode and you have to hold on to the ipad long enough to read it so mm. so remind me nev how many of these uh services are you subscribed to for reading uh this content well no this was actually purchased content from okay. the amazon from amazon gotcha they had, a, they had a bundle for all eight volumes that were released for 105 Canadian mm-hmm. plus taxes. Okay. Which is not bad on a per book basis, right? Yeah. I will I have I have to say, I see more and more that the ebook versions are creeping up in price and I'm going, why are they creeping up in price? Mm-hmm. It's not as if they have to print. Like I've also seen some print volumes the price creeping up to what I consider unacceptable levels. Mm-hmm. Because I saw one uh volume of a manga and I can't remember which one it was. $18 Canadian plus taxes. And I just went, whoa, that's a little steep. Mm. You prefer, you know, purchases like like you mentioned as opposed to subscription services? Well, I think both have their advantages. The problem with subscription services is they deal with it more on a weekly, like weekly releases. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the extra goodies that the volumes get. Okay. Like the, the little snippets of things, for example, the extra comics, sometimes uh, some of the uh, do like uh, explanations of the various honorifics or mm-hmm. the side get the sight gags mm-hmm. that you might not get if you were like really into Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm trying to think one one of the best, best examples of that. Um, I belong to the baddest girl in school. Mm-hmm. That one has in in the manga version, you know, uh, a glossary at the end for certain things that really helps for people who don't understand that whole, you know, Yankee culture. Mm. 
And no, I don't mean, you know, the baseball team in New York who, you know, <laughs> didn't have a tack nuke drop on them for all I care. <laughs> yes, I'm a Toronto Blue Jays fan. Live with it. <laughs> uh, the Mets fan over there doesn't care. My yeah, thank like, you very much. You want to drop a tack, a tack nuke on them? I don't care. <laughs> Uh, no, the reason I'm, I was just asking about this is because there is news that came out, I think, today or yesterday. Um, I really had to go through hoops to get the Umemi picture in my pictures file, select the background before I get it done. This this background called it is uh, my computer background on the computer, but it's a picture of my desk, which... Uh, we're celebrating the official retirement of the desk after tonight for streaming purposes. So that's why I have it up here. But um mm, but bye Nef, bye desk. Yes. The um the thing I was gonna mention to you, Neff, uh I think it was uh mentioned today or yesterday. Uh there is a new manga subscription service coming out. Are you aware of this? Another one? Okay, um, that puts it up to four or five that I know that I know of and regularly use. Mm. Actually, no, make that six. <laughs> and the problem is, like with these subscription services, you read everything they have, and then you're waiting a week for the new stuff or yeah. more, depending on the depending on the series. So it's kind of like. So this is this is like one of the issues I believe this new service is trying to tackle. It is a new service uh, called K Manga, and it's being released by Kodansha, big big publisher of uh, mangas and serials and whatnot. Uh, it's going to be released in May um, in the United States. I don't know about Canada. But at least it's coming out in the United States. Um, and it is going to have a library, from what I'm reading, of uh, 400 titles at the time of initial release. Um, 70 of which will be ongoing series. There will be a limited number of free manga to read on a daily basis. Um, but uh, the pricing hasn't been revealed You'll have uh, titles such as um, Chihaya Furu, Attack on Titan, Ghost in the Shell, some of those stalwarts among some of the new ones. And the ongoing releases of the manga um, will be released in this app at the same time of their release in Japan. And there will be, just like in Funimation style, simul dubs, if you will. So at the same time the chapters are released in Japan in Japanese, they'll be released in the United States in English. So essentially they're going to do the same thing that Viz does now. Mm. And it's Viz, Viz slash Shonen Jump. Right. So, okay, it'll depend on pricing. Right. I mean, there's one or two subscription services where... The problem is they don't give you a monthly all-you-can-eat. Right. They make you pay for a certain number of uh, bits to access titles, which exp the access expires. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I will not uh, – that's the Square Enix publishers. Mm -hmm. So I will not do that. I will literally just read the free chapters and say, okay, fine, what have you. I, 
and I'm waiting for the volumes to be bound mm -hmm. and then sold, you know, through Amazon or whoever, mm -hmm. because I will not buy something that goes away. Mm -hmm. In other words, like, for example, with the, with the Viz weekly, uh, with their monthly subscription for their weekly uh, releases, you can read those releases forever, essentially. Mm -hmm. You ever want to go back and say, okay, I want to start, for example, Sakamoto Days all the way back at number one, it's still there, mm -hmm. as long as you're paying the monthly fee. Right. With this other service called Manga Up, basically you buy bits, use the bits to read the chapter, and you have the chapter for maybe two days. And if you want to read the chapter again, you got to pay again. It's just like going to the library. No, In a way. The library, the library is you, you, you get it back. This is like the daily newspaper. Oh, okay. You read it, you toss it in the trash after, after you're finished with it, right? Okay. You, so... you don't keep... You don't keep the daily newspapers around, otherwise you're a hoarder. Right. Uh, so it's um, maybe I'm approaching this the wrong way. Um, more like one of those old Divix rentals. Exactly. It's the Divix of anime. Or manga, <laughs> rather. It's the Divix of manga, which was a failure, you know, back in its day. This will eventually fail. They're eventually going to have to go to a monthly model if they want to survive, mm -hmm. especially with their pricing, because... If you look at the manga up pricing, I mean, maybe it's better in the States, but in Canada, the pricing goes from ouch to, yeah, right, no, I'm not paying that. Mm -hmm. For essentially self-destructing manga, where, again, you read it, and then two days later, you want to read it again, pay again. If, it, if this was like 10 or 15 years ago, the, the, the manga would have been printed in chemical paper that would have turned black after three days, right? <laughs> oh, those days. Oh, those days. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to go through that. I, I didn't experiment with that process at all when they tried that with the DVDs. Well, it, it was similar in concept to copper protection for computer games years ago. Oh, yeah. Where it was like this, you know, two-color paper that you had to try and read the codes to enter the game enter the code wrong, you don't get in. Mm -hmm. And and people wonder why piracy, you know, was still a thing at that point. Mm -hmm. um, I do have to um, end this a few minutes early tonight uh, because I have to do something before we get to uh, What the Dub tonight. That is the game that we are streaming. But, um, Neff, I'll have you do the um, the closing commentary now, and then we will go on to the Ode to a Desk. We have any questions, concerns, comments, or complaints about this stream or any of our Twitch streams, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. To do that, go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our Discord server, our YouTube channel, and archive versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio powered by Spotify. And that link is still anchor.fm forward slash anime radio for the time being. <laughs> but uh, here it is, folks. Uh, the desk that we estimate to be about uh, 25 or so years old or something like that. <laughs> um, because uh, uh, I, I, hate, I hate to be mean, but that's the cleanest I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Gee, thanks. <laughs> You haven't seen my desk recently. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Mika Zelda, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, they are wonderful fans of XAR. We thank you for your support, Mika. And, um, yes, we're just uh, doing a little tribute to the desk that is my wallpaper on the show tonight because, uh, yes, uh, I spoke to my sister the other day, and um, she estimates that she picked up this desk um, around the time she moved in to live with my late grandmother, may uh, God rest her soul. That would have been around shortly after my grandfather passed away. May God rest his soul. She estimates late 90s, 97, 98. So do the math. This desk is about 25 years old, a quarter of a century. And we are finally retiring it because, uh, well, this has been, this served her and then this served me. And then this is the same desk where the, uh, uh, extreme anime radio streaming computer uh, played uh, for so many years until we switched to podcasting. Mm, so it's a piece of history. Yes. Soon it will be history. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, thank, thank, thank you for pointing out my cleanliness, Neff. <laughs> As I said, you haven't seen my desk recently. But, uh, no, I figured I would take a picture of this desk and show it to you guys uh, before we have to uh, say sayonara and welcome the new desk. Uh, the keyboard uh, mount, uh, the tray that's supposed to connect to the desk, has arrived. So it's going to be sitting in the living room for another week until the big desk shows up. And then um, we have to do a little bit of feng shuiing in this room because of uh, the way things are set up. I have limit of space, and when I say that, I'm sure Neff will point out space. <laughs> well, again, I can't say much because, as I say, my little studio here, there's not enough space to swing a cat. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but no, I want to give my appreciation to this desk for all the years of uh, service to our family, uh, mine personally, and also to the XAR family. Um, and now we're going to get something simpler, modern, as strong, because uh, it's carbon fiber instead of wood. And uh, just like my new computer or newish computer um, build here, it's going to have nice little lights at the end. So it's going to light up if I tell it to. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, computer desk that lights up. Ugh. Which I didn't want a computer desk that lighted up in the first place. But um, considering uh, the budget and the options, this seems to be the best deal. Again, as I mentioned before, um, the depth from the front of the desk to the wall works best in my situation. Um, some of the other desks look pretty nice out there, but they come out further, and that might cause a clearance problem uh, between uh, the desk and uh, the edge of the bed here. Um, I have been uh, thinking about plans about maybe taking the headboard out of my uh, of uh, from the behind of my mattress and replacing it with another shelf, and maybe giving myself a few more inches of room that way. But uh, you know. One step at a time, cleaning everything up and then 
by the time this new desk comes in, we have to come up with a plan, uh, my father and I, on how we're going to put everything together and move this out. And it's going to be a multi-step process. Well, I, I still think an axe would, you know, deal with the current desk that you have, you know, a few good swings, whack, 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 and then just clean up the debris. <laughs> but um, so thank you, desk, uh, for your service. And we look forward to when we retire you to the Department of Sanitation in a week's time. Uh, does the pimped out desk also have hydraulics and large bass speakers? <laughs> no. Liz, we'll probably be using the same speakers that I have right now, which have, it's a 2.1 channel system with a big base uh, brick sitting b below my feet, which will hopefully be put out to one side because one of the intentions of the new desk is for me to move my feet uh, and give myself a little more room uh, moving my feet and legs uh, and not having to be uh, restricted by the front of this desk, which is, uh, you know, there's a... There's a sliding uh, desk below the keyboard, a, a mount that slides in and out, and that was meant back in the day, you know, your dot matrix or your laser jet printers. <laughs> so. Well, dot matrix, yeah, that's a bit old. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Mika says that's what they did to their old desk was to to uh, to use a an axe, really. Well, I mean, it's cheap. It's quick. <laughs> you don't have to worry about pesky unscrewing things and all that. You just go... Use the hatchet. Go all, go all Lizzie Borden on it. They used the hatchet. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we have we do have some hammers out on the, uh, you know, the tool shed in the uh, garage. So, uh, well, who knows? If it means we don't have to, if we don't, if it means we don't have to move the bed. I want video of this. <laughs> Do I have to put together like a uh, a little uh, montage of how we're taking this apart? Well, if we're gonna use an axe. I want video. Oh no. Oh, it was their husband's high school desk? Okay, that got the hatchet treatment. How interesting. No, if anything, it's probably, if we're going to cut things up, uh, we have a power saw, so that's probably going to be, it would create a mess that way. That would be the only thing. Mm, that, yeah, that is, that's why a hatchet, you know, a nice hatchet with a good swing, you know, yeah, we'll get some splinters, but not so much sawdust. <laughs> but, um, so yes, uh, we move on, and uh, the final stream of this desk will be what the dub because uh next week there will be no streams we're taking a week off to install the new desk uh we will be back the first week of april so that means that's right Neff. you know what that means i think i hear the fire department calling why is that Something about cake, candles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, April Fool's Day is not just for April Fools, it's uh, also my birthday as well. So that's what actually okay, we get the oh that's what I forgot. You have to get the permit from the fire department in New York City <laughs> gotta do that early. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I revolve around uh, the sun another year. Is that how it works? 
Yeah, you revolve around the sun around the year. I just survive another year on this miserable dirt ball. You know, I mean, you you do it well. Me, I just sort of survive. Oh, you know whose birthday is today? Alva. Oh, yes, that's right. Our very own 8-Bit, 8-bit Wizard, 8-Bit Music Wizard. <laughs> uh, host of Analog with Alva throughout the years. Um, so it's, uh, I know he's been through some ups and downs in recent years, but I'm happy to see that he's doing well. And Alva, if you happen to be watching or listening from all of us to all of you, have a wonderful birthday. And um, so, yeah, Neff, uh, I hate to be selfish, but happy birthday to me, I guess. <laughs> well, you have every right to be, sir, as I like to say. You know, you, you, you basically have that birthday that no one can forget. True. I am an April Fool's, folks, and uh, we leave it at that. Um, we're going to have a hopeful April Fool's project from uh, Agnes, one of the artists that work on our mascot, Sarah and Umemi. That will be coming out April Fool's Day, hopefully. And also, I'm happy to say we're working with a couple of new cosplayers uh, for some new content uh, of our mascots, uh, Sarah and Umemi. In fact, I think one of them just messaged some photos to me as we were doing this. So I'm going to check on these real quick before we start our What the Dub stream. Uh, Mika will be joining us for What the Dub, um, along with uh, Karam, I think, will be joining us for What the Dub, uh, possibly Umi as well. So I think we have everybody in place for What the Dub tonight. Um, so we look forward to uh, trying that out again, uh, per se. And, uh, yes, from this desk and from the soon-to-be birthday boy, we thank you for watching and listening. Our final XAR podcast of March. So until April, for Neff, this is JR. Thank you for watching and listening. And remember... We're on the stream on Twitch streams, and don't forget, check out archive versions of our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash Radio, powered by Spotify. Good night, everybody. Good night. We will see you in April. All right. <laughs>